Quick question for you. Is it perfectionism or is it your childhood wounds? The hurt from your mom, dad, or both can be the source of your perfectionism. You know, the thing that keeps you anxious, burnt out, and quite frankly, living in fear and disconnected from God's calling for you, your marriage, and your children. And hold my pearls. There's more than one version of perfectionism. You can find out what yours is by taking my free perfectionism prototype quiz. In this 90 second quiz, you are going to walk away with what your prototype is, how it got started and how to stop it. Not only that, you're also going to walk away with a free private podcast that nobody else has access to and give you practical tips that you can start to implement today. Now, I must warn you that you might feel slightly offended by how accurate this quiz actually is. So proceed with caution, but please do proceed. MomBelieU.com backslash quiz to see what your perfectionism prototype is today. And without further ado, I lend you back to today's episode. Enjoy. Welcome to the Momfully You podcast. I'm your host, Chastity Holcomb, a trauma therapist, a fellow high-achieving mama, and after years of my clinical experience helping hundreds of people recover from unhealthy family cycles, I'm here to help moms transform what it means to be an emotionally healthy mom in your family. I believe the generations shift when moms heal. So on this podcast, I'm going to walk you through how to do it all while honoring God in the process. So come on in, grab a blanket, and let's lean all the way in. Turn the other cheek. They quote, forgive and forget. They said, those are your parents. They repeated, forgiveness towards your parents related to childhood wounds as a believer can be hmm, confusing. So today I am going to talk about the side of forgiveness that nobody wants to talk about um, that might be uh, different than what you've ever heard. I'm going to be using quite a few passages from scripture to give you um, my perspective on forgiveness. And I can almost guarantee you again that it's not what you think it is. Okay, so let's hop right on into this topic of forgiving your parents, what that looks like as a believer, because we know that forgiveness is a part of um, the greatest story ever told, right? And so when it comes to our parents, we also know um, that we're called to honor them, respect them, and it just gets really muggy when your parents um, have done things that are hurtful towards you um, and maybe even continue to do those things. And so their actions aren't very godly. We talk about this in an episode called, um, oh my goodness, what is the episode called? <laughs> How can you honor? No. Can you honor your um, parents while setting boundaries with them? Something like that. You know, I really need to start um, doing numbers for these episodes. You know what? Even if I did number, I probably would forget anyways. Okay. Go back and try to scroll for that episode because I talk more about this whole honoring and setting boundaries at the same time. I think it's a good one. So 
to really understand forgiveness from a biblical perspective, I want us to look at um, the greatest one to ever do it. So we look at Matthew 18, 21. It says, then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to 70 times. I mean, up to seven times. And then Jesus responded and said, 70 times seven. So basically he was saying, until the end of time, you'll be forgiven people. Because as long as you live, people will be hurtful and they'll make mistakes. And so you have no other choice. As long as you're alive, you'll be forgiving people. People make mistakes. They're broken. X, Y, and Z. This is kind of what he's saying there. So a lot of people use this scripture as an excuse for negative behaviors. They say 70 times seven, forgive and forget, turn the other cheek that those are your parents. They're human too, right? Um, they, people use the scripture as a means to continue in that negative behavior without looking at different aspects. So let me get through the other ones and then we're going to four circle our way back around. Let's look at Romans five and eight, which says when we were, when you were yet sinners, God died for us. Okay. So it's like before you even, um, before you even thought about this whole believing in Christ thing, before you um, repented for your sins, God died for you. Jesus, you know, God sent his son Jesus to die for you. And that was that. John three sixteen comes into the picture and says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes it should not perish, but have everlasting life. Very interesting, right? So now there's a death and then now there's belief that's attached to this death. Then we go back to Romans uh, 10 verses nine. And it says that if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So I used all of those. I brought all of those scriptures up because I want to take you on a journey here, right? Because we know that God believes in forgiveness, right? So much so that he sent his son Jesus to die in order to fulfill this forgiveness, right? So in summary of the scriptures that I just kind of went over, believing in Jesus' death plus believe, behaving out of that belief then signifies this eternal connection and access to him, right? That's, that's the whole gospel, right? Um, but here's what I want to bring to the conversation. I want to point out that maybe hasn't been brought to the light before. Forgiveness requires two things. And we see this in scripture and we'll go back and look at it. It requires a forgiver and it requires a repenter, right? So when it comes to forgiving your parents for um, the childhood wounds, the things that they did, didn't do um, when you were a child, when it comes to forgiving them, you are the forgiver, right? And when you do forgive, it releases their control over your heart. You're no longer... Um, you're no longer in this pent up state of um, anger or agitation or um, what is the word? What is the word? Resentment um, towards your parents, this hate even towards your parents. You say, you know what? It's too heavy for me to carry this burden around any longer. 
I don't want you in control of my heart. I don't want you or the behaviors that you chose as a child or even now to ruin me, my thoughts about myself, and then also my thoughts about God, because how am I supposed to look at God the father or as my father if my my earthly father was not a great example, right? The fathers on earth are supposed to be reflections of how um, our relationship with God is, like that mirroring of God the Father, the Son, right? And then our Father here, like that covenant and that like, my daddy has got me, my daddy loves me, my daddy protects me. You're like, but my daddy didn't, right? So that interferes with the way that you see God. Um, When you forgive, you say, I don't want to function out of that storyline anymore. Yes, it is true that that happened. I mean, you're able to be honest about that. You're able to grieve it. You're able to process those feelings. Um, You're able to heal and continue walking on the healing journey. But you're also saying, you know, um, I can't allow this to control my heart. Because what's connected to my heart and my soul is connected to every other thing that I touch. So you as the forgiver, right? Um, When you look at the other part of this, right? So the repenter, the repenter has to acknowledge, and the Bible is very specific about verbal expression, right? If we look at Romans 10 and 9, which talks about um, if you confess with your mouth, right? There's very something significant when you not just think it, Right. Not just act as if, you know, you believe you say you believe it, but you act as if you didn't hear it or you I don't want to just see it in your heart. I want to hear it in your words, so to speak. Right. The the repentant the repentance happens <laughs> verbally. There's a verbal expression, acknowledgement that there is a belief there. Right. And so in the Bible, in scripture, when when God highlights, right, if you um, believe that I sent my son to die for you and you confess with your mouth that um, you will be saved and then you will n- you will not have to experience this separation, right? You will not perish, but you will have a everlasting life. So guess what that promise and that not perishing really is? Can anybody guess? I don't see any hands, so I'm just going to tell you. It's a boundary. It's a boundary. It says, God says, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to forgive you. Don't even worry about that. I already paid the price. Don't worry about it. You're forgiven. I, I am the forgiver. But you are the repenter. There are some things that uh, you do or say that, that hurt my heart sometimes. And so I want to, first of all, give you the freedom of choice, Right? I can change you, but I want to put you in that position to where you want to change. So I'm going to give you the the freedom of choice. And when you have that freedom of of choice and you decide that you believe what I say is true in my word, you believe it in your heart and you come to me and you confess it with your mouth that you believe it. Right. And your behavior is reflected. Then you will not perish. Then. In, in different words, then you will have an eternal connection with me. That's a boundary, right? I will be connected with you when these things are in place, 
I want to be connected with you. I've done my part and I leave it free and open for you to do your part. But I do expect you to do your part in order for us to have this eternal connection. Without your part happening, the eternal connection doesn't. So why do we believe this whole forgive and forget? Why do we believe that forgiveness is only one sided, that it's only up to the person who's granting the forgiveness and there's not a part of the repenter? And why do we believe that the people who are supposed to be the repenters, in this case, parents, should not be subject to boundaries if they don't close the circle of of true forgiveness and repentance? God believes in boundaries. He believed in it when he created the heavens and the earth. He believed in it when he sent his son, Jesus. He believed in it when the fullness of the gospel came apart um, into fruition, rather. And he said, these are the things I sent him. He died and paid for your sins. And then as a response to that, you have free will and that free a part of that free will is hopefully you will confess with your mouth. And then because of that, you will be with me for eternity. You will be connected to me. You have access to me for eternity. That is a boundary. The gospel is a boundary. (laughs) Just sit with that for a second. Because I feel like that just freed somebody. Because sometimes we think we are in the wrong for setting boundaries with family members, parents who gave birth to us, who in a lot of ways cared for us, right? Did things for us, supported us, paid for things, right? They did what parents are legally required to do. (laughs) And this guilt can come along like, but I'm supposed to honor my parents. And that is translated into I'm not honoring means no boundaries. And that's not true. Or when people put this, you know, forgive and forget. They made mistakes. I made a mistake. You act like I was so horrible or terrible. And you act like you had the worst mom in the world, right? Or like, get over it. That was a long time ago. I'm not going to keep chasing or circling around the drain with this on you. Or with uh, with this. Um, I, can't, I can't even finish the sentence. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, right? The guilt is then placed on you as the forgiver to to complete the circle when that's not the design. The design is there are two parts, the forgiver and the repenter. Once the gap is closed, right, I extend to you grace and I say, all right, you hurt me. You hurt me. I didn't like the way that felt, but you know what? I understand that you are human. You made mistakes. I'm a human and I can make mistakes as well. Can we have a healthy um, reconciliation and true repentance in this relationship, right? And then they come and say, you know what? I did hurt you. I acknowledge the pain that I hurt you, the pain that I caused, the pain that I continue to cause, right? And I'm going to change my behavior out of the belief that I believe you, that I hurt you, right? I'm going to change my behavior. I'm going to respect your boundaries, I'm going to do my part to um, be in this relationship so that I have connection to you, that the boundary within our relationship is not um, stifled by my unrepentance, if that's a word. 
Again, I know this freed somebody up. I want you to sit with this. And listen, after you listen to this episode, DM me on Instagram and share your thoughts with me because I would love to hear them. I would love to hear um, if this side of forgiveness, the part that no one talks about, has helped you in any kind of way. Even if you don't, if you're like, nah, I still feel like we should turn the other cheek. And that's fine too, right? But I would love to hear if this um, unlocked some things for you. So send me a DM over on Instagram. Walking through forgiveness is a whole journey. I cannot end the podcast without saying that. It is a whole journey. It's not something that you're like, I forgive him, right? And then you just skip off into the sunset. It is a very conscious, a very um, intentional decision that probably has to be played out over and over and over again. If your parents truly do repent, then you have to, meaning they you know, acknowledge it with their words and they turn their behavior around to have a healthy functional relationship with you. Then you, in the moments where you might get triggered or you might um, you know, have flashback or thoughts about things that happened in your childhood, then you have to pull yourself back and say, okay, I'm operating out of forgiveness. And maybe if the relationship in that uh, instance is healthy, you can have that conversation with them, right? It doesn't mean that you forget we're human. You know, God said he has a lake that he turns our, I mean, um, uh, throws our sins into the east and to the west, far as the east is in the west, right? But that's God, okay? Our members don't work like that. They don't work like that. We don't forget. Our brains and our bodies are designed not to forget. Before the fall, I do believe that God created our brains and our bodies to always remember because our remembrance before the fall was always in reference to him. And then the fall happened. And now we just out here remembering everything. Okay. Just remembering everything. But in that same token, again, forgiveness is a journey. And it's something that um, you'll have to walk through, you know, and your healing does not depend on your parents' apology. But you can still walk through forgiveness in the sense of like that radical acceptance. It is what it is. They are who they are. They did what they did. I don't want them to have to have control over my heart anymore. God help me to release them from my heart. Right. And then set boundaries. (laughs) continue to set boundaries because what God is a God of a boundaried life. He's very boundaried. I learned my best boundaries from him and you should too. If walking through the forgiveness journey is something that you want to work on, that you see yourself in this picture, you, your, your mind is like buzzing because you've never heard forgiveness broken down into this way. Um, but you know, you need support. You know, it's not just, I forgive them and we move on about our cherry picking ways, right? There's more to this story and you want support from me to be able to help you to do that. I invite you to go to momfullyyou.com backslash coaching for you to get started by booking your free call with me so you can see what this will look like as I support you in one-to-one coaching. You can live in any part of the country. I'm not bound by state as this is a coaching offer and not a therapy offer. So I can't wait to be able to talk with you and, and see how I can support you in that way. Again, momfullyyou.com backslash coaching and I'll see you then. As always... It was good. Today was good. I can just feel it right now as I am recording this that some some thoughts are brewing for you. And I think that it may be one of those things where it hurts so good, you know? Um, but we're gonna do this again. 
But until then, take care. <laughs>